Welcome to the Busy Business Women podcast, where you have VIP access to discover the wins and wisdom that have helped successful business brains build businesses that boom. With your host, Faye Hollands from busybusinesswomen.biz. Hi, Faye Hollands here from busybusinesswomen.biz and welcome to episode 10 of the Busy Business Women podcast. And today we are talking about one of my favourite topics, the big cull. Now, this episode is coming out just two weeks before Christmas and I think now is a really great time to stop and think about some key areas in your business. And one of those areas that can really speed up your productivity is cutting out all the crap that's slowing you down or getting in your way of achieving your goals and reaching the success that you really want in your business. Now, it doesn't matter when you listen to this. The big cull, in my opinion, is always really good time well spent. Uh, But certainly at the end of the year or even quarterly, it's a really great time to assess what isn't working and then ditch it. Now, I'm not a minimalist, but I do love to feel organized and I love to feel uncluttered. And I know that if there's clutter going on around me in my personal and professional life, it really does muck with my mindset. It really does muck with the level of success I see in my business and how much I can get done and how productive that work is. So I'm not just talking about physical clutter here. I'm talking about mental clutter, intellectual property clutter, business clutter that isn't junk on your desk or in your office, but instead it's in your head or it's on your hard drive, taking up precious mental and physical RAM space. Now, if you think of your head as being like a computer, there's only so much room for information on your computer, right? And eventually it's going to get full and it's going to start slowing down. And the same goes for your headspace, right? So the big cull is about decluttering and getting clarity around what is and isn't working in your business so that you can streamline the way that you work and therefore become much more efficient and importantly effective in your business. And sometimes what you need to do to cull in your business is obvious, right? You might be listening to this and know instantly that you need to unsubscribe from some emails, stop paying for subscriptions you don't use, delete files from your hard drive, for example, so that it runs faster. So they're the administrative type culls. But then there's the harder culls, which might be sacking a client or getting rid of a staff member. Much harder conversations potentially, but definitely load lightning when they're done. So how can you start to cull? Well, there are six key areas that I love to review during my big cull, and I'm going to take you through those right now. So the first one is your offering. I want you to think about whether you're offering too many products or services in your business. Perhaps you've kept adding packages or options to try and make more money and make your clients happy and creating kind of bespoke offerings for individuals or businesses because that's what they want. But they're not necessarily all working, not necessarily all profitable. It's really easily done to find yourself on that track where you've created way more things than you actually need to run a successful business. And as a result, 
your offering is maybe confused um, or cluttered. So I want you to also think about whether you're confusing your clients with too much stuff. So culling the products and services that aren't really working can make life so much easier for you as a business owner, but also importantly, it will make the decision-making process for your ideal clients much, much simpler and easier, which in turn, if you make it easier for your grade A clients to make a decision about whether to work with you or not, if you're offering something that they're really thirsty for, that's going to in turn mean more sales. So think about whether you need to rein in your offering and strip it back to the essentials that your grade A clients are desperately thirsty for instead of trying to serve everyone, which I see happen time and time again with my clients, particularly those who aren't making the money that they want or don't have the flow of leads and new prospects into their business that they want. It's very easy to start trying to attract more than your grade A clients and creating products and services and offerings for a whole bunch of people out there that you don't necessarily actually really want to work with. And we talk about this a lot in the Busy Business Builder program that I run where I help those members, my clients, really carve out an irresistible offer for their ideal prospects. You don't need to be offering everything to everyone. You need to offer what your ideal clients really want And that comes down to knowing your ideal prospects intimately. So if you need more help from that, drop me a line because we have two modules in the Busy Business Builder program that are perfect for getting absolute clarity on that. Now, this can be an area that's often easily overlooked because it can be easy to keep creating instead of auditing and making tough decisions if your offering isn't working. And frankly, it takes guts to say, you know what, this isn't working and then stop. And that's something that I did quite significantly this year with a program that I was running, which I decided wasn't working. And I'd felt like it wasn't working for a little while, but it was a big decision to say, you know what, this isn't working the way that I planned and I need to stop this. And so I decided to shut that program down. And it was such a huge relief for me when I did that. I should have done it sooner, frankly. And I believe it was actually the best decision for my clients too. And since then, my business has gone on to really flourish having made that tricky decision. And it ultimately freed up a lot of my time to create offerings that were much better for the clients that I really wanted to work with. So from someone that's actually gone through that tricky situation and really reassessed her offerings really quite recently, I wholeheartedly encourage you to do that because it can make a massive difference to your business when you do it. So that's the first thing I really encourage you to assess and start culling is your offering. The second area and this is quite an obvious one, but so often people don't do it, is emails. Now, I don't want this to be a green light to you to start unsubscribing from my emails if you get them. But having said that, no one wants their list full of people that don't want their stuff or don't want to read their stuff. It actually doesn't benefit your business at all. So I would rather have 100 people on my list that loved what I do and read my emails regularly than 10,000, most of which don't. So if you're subscribed to a whole bunch of junk that doesn't serve and support you in any way, hit unsubscribe. 
you will thank me for it. Now, there's a really good tool that you can use called unroll.me. I will put a link in the show notes, which will be busybusinesswomen.biz forward slash podcast 10. So it's called unroll.me, and it's a great way of getting rid of unwanted subscription emails super, super easily. So if there's a whole bunch of junk that you don't want anymore and you don't want to spend forever hitting unsubscribe, go on to unroll.me and you can do that super easily there. So I really do encourage you to cull those emails and make your life a lot easier. When you log into your email, you're going to feel lighter, freer, and more focused because you're going to be able to focus on what is actually important and not all of the junk that's cluttering your inbox. So that's number two. The third area that I love to cull and certainly, you know, assess whether I need to make any changes is technology. So I'm always looking to cull in the technology space, but I like to also do an annual audit too of technology. And this is where I want you to look and think about whether you subscribe to too many apps, you've got too many pieces of software that are constantly coming into your computer or your phone. And you've got subscriptions that you don't really need. It's similar to emails, but a little bit different. So I know how easy it is to go and buy this little subscription there that's only $15 a month for a cool piece of software or, you know, another app there that's only $20 a month or $10 a month. And when you look, you've got a list as long as your arm of pieces of technology that you're actually not using, but that are costing you money every single month. So I really do encourage you to make sure that you assess the technology that you're using versus the stuff you're paying for that you don't. And don't let those subscriptions rack up, be ruthless and cull what you don't need. And this ties nicely into the next area that I I spend a lot of time auditing and culling is your finances. So the same message as your technology, check your statements, look at your bank accounts and check what you're paying for that you're not actually using because there's probably a heap of stuff in there that you're not using on a regular basis that could be easily culled and you wouldn't notice a difference in your business, but you would notice the difference in your bank account. So it sounds really simple, but I know, you know, when I look at my credit card statement for my business, there are things on there that I'm barely using and wouldn't notice any difference in my business if I actually stopped that subscription. So don't be lazy, spend some time looking at your finances. It doesn't take a lot of time to unsubscribe and to stop those subscriptions quickly, but it will make a big difference to your bank account over a year or a couple of years. So uh, go ahead and cull those ASAP because I don't want you to waste money in your business, right? Okay, the next area that I really do encourage you to cull and certainly assess is your network. Now, this can be a tricky one at times, but the good thing about the big cull is it gives you permission to be more ruthless than you probably normally are and really have your best interests at heart. So what I want you to do and what I do is take some time to look at the people you've spent time with this year and assess whether they've been an energy drain or an energy gain for you. Now, we become a reflection of the five people we spend most of our time with. And as you've probably heard time and time again, your network is your net worth. So it's really important to look at the influences in your business and your life and be brutally honest with yourself about who's draining you. Potentially, you're spending time every single week, possibly every day, with people who are sapping the life out of you 
or not bringing a good energy and positivity into your business. Now, that might mean that you're going to a networking group once a month, for example, and when you look back, you realize that those people aren't your kind of people. And those people aren't adding anything to your life or to your business or to your energy levels. They're actually draining you. But you've just got kind of stuck in a rut of going along to something that you've always got along, along to. And that's now becoming an energy drain on you. Conversely, there could be a group that you're not spending so much time with, but actually when you do spend time with them, they're really uplifting and become an energy gain for you. So those are the ones that, you know, the opposite to Carl, you really want to ramp up the time you spend with those people. Now, I know that culling your network can be a really tricky conversation, but awareness is definitely the first step forward. And frankly, you don't necessarily have to tell someone that you're culling them. You can just start to create some distance between you and focus on spending time with the people that really lift you higher and create energy in your life and your business instead of being a drain. But please don't stick your head in the sand over this one. Definitely, it can be a confronting conversation to have and a confronting area to look at, particularly if the person you need to cull is someone that's close to you or you spend a lot of time with. But please recognize the negative impact they can have on you if you continue to spend time with them. And this is an area that I went through quite painfully at the end of last year. And it wasn't a particularly enjoyable situation to go through at the time. But man, the difference it's made to me this year of cutting out those negative drains and really focusing on where I get energy and I'm I'm lifted and feel brighter as a result of the people that I'm spending time with. So again, from someone that's done this and it has been through a painful experience of doing it, I promise you it's well worth it in the end. Now, following on from that, and the last one for today is staff. So similar to your network, it's important at any time of year to assess whether the people you have on your team are the right people. So that can be permanent staff, it can be contractors, as well as VAs and any remote assistants you have. You've got to make sure that you're building a team that's supporting your business goals and not just plodding along with the wrong people, which again can be very easy to do because getting rid of someone can be a very tricky conversation. And depending on the type of person you are, you might want to run a mile from that tough conversation. Now, you might not be able to cull the wrong people as easily as you can cull your emails or even your network. But as part of this audit, take the time to look at what isn't working And at the very least, get a plan in place to address those issues instead of just making do. So I get that the staff cull is trickier, but as a minimum, make sure that if there's somebody that isn't adding to your business, they're instead taking away, have a proactive plan in place to adjust that balance. Okay. So those are the top six areas that I like to take time out to assess and then cull wherever necessary. I'll do that annually right now, but I'll also do it quarterly. I like to keep on top of those key areas because they really can make a massive difference in your business. So again, those six key areas that I really encourage you to assess right now are your offering, your emails, your technology, your finances, your network, and your staff. So spend a little bit of time going through each of those six areas. Look at where you need to cull 
And as a minimum, look at where you need to make some adjustments in your business. And you may well have some other key areas that are significantly important to your business too. The important message here is to take some time out from your day-to-day Get out from the hustle and bustle of your business and start to cull what isn't working. By being a little bit ruthless and particularly by being smart with where you spend your time, your energy and your money, you can really start to streamline your business, cut out the things that are causing you frustration and friction and build an environment that conspires for your business success. And who wouldn't want that? Hey, I feel lighter just talking about it. So that's the big cull. I hope that this has inspired you to take some time out of your week to take a closer look at your business. I know that you're going to reap the rewards if you do. And if you've enjoyed this episode, I'd love you to please leave me a review on iTunes. If you'd like to hang out some more, I'd love to see you over on Facebook and Instagram. I'm at Busy Business Women. And you can find lots of free resources to help you build a business that booms over on my website, busybusinesswomen.biz. If you'd like to check out the show notes for this episode, just go to busybusinesswomen.biz forward slash podcast 10. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I really appreciate it. I love hanging out with you. If you're loving these podcasts, please let me know. And I'll be back very, very soon again with more inspiration to help you build a business that booms. But until then, I'm Faye Hollands and you've been listening to the Busy Business Women podcast. <laughs>